Welcome to Dating in the Digital Age by Core Confidence Coaching. This is a podcast for men and women around the globe who want to improve their social confidence and dating lifestyle. Hosted by your coach, Andrew Gung. I've transformed hundreds of men and women through online and in-person dating. So tune in where we'll deliver you powerful tips and insights into the world of fashion styling, dating to relationships. Let's get you started. Welcome back to Dating in the Digital Age, ladies and gentlemen. This is your host, Andrew Gung. I'm the founder of Core Confidence Coaching based in Australia. And if this is your first time tuning in, Core Confidence Coaching is a social dating and relationship coaching company based here in Melbourne. And our goal and mission is to impact, inspire, and transform over 100 men and women by the end of this year, which is now 2021. And we are up to episode 17, how social proof increases your sexual attraction. And if you stick to the very end, I have two very personal, but yet interesting and insightful stories I want to share with you. Now let's start with what is social proof? It's a positive influence that impacts our actions towards making a decision towards something. What it does, it makes our mind cut through the skepticism, builds trust because if everyone is wanting this particular person or thing, or everyone's lining up for it, it must be good in our mind. It tells us it's a high value thing. So if it's very good, then we should have it as well. So let's use an example like a restaurant or a club. If we see a massive line outside a restaurant or a club, instantly in our mind, we believe and are perceived that it must be a really good restaurant. They must deliver really good food for people to be lining up. So, hey, I'm not going to even bother looking at reviews. I'm going to definitely check out that restaurant. Same goes for a club. If we see a massive line before the club even opens, we believe in our mind that, damn, you know what? I might be busy tonight, but next week I'm definitely going to check out this club and tell my friends about it because it looks popular. Now, when putting this into a perspective of a person, it's like the rock star status. So if you see one guy surrounded by 20 girls and you're like, what? How is that even possible? You might think he's either gay or he must be doing really well with the girls that they definitely want to surround themselves with this person. Let's look at a real life example like Dan Bilzerian the most followed man on Instagram. And he's a clear example of a alpha male. Like you look on his Instagram and you don't see any photos with him and other dudes. It's him and at least five gorgeous girls in bikinis in pretty much all of his photos. And that's his image that he represents. Like if you just scroll through his Instagram, that's all you're going to see is him topless with all of these model looking chicks. And If you look into him on YouTube and you hear about what his lifestyle is all about, or if you already know what his lifestyle is all about, basically he has sex with multiple women in his mansion every day. It's normal for him. And he literally has girls lining up or wanting to sneak into his mansion pool parties just to have sex with him. And that's what he's created. He's created this massive social proof that will live on for decades. Now let's put this into perspective for yourself. Let's just say you're a single guy listening to this podcast by Core Confidence Coaching, and you may not have a big social group, that's fine, but let's just say you go to your local nightclub, one that's very popular on this coming Friday or Saturday night, and you have 10 different amazing girls that hang out with you the whole night. They line up with you, they hang out with you, they're dancing around you. The chances of girls noticing you that night and literally coming up and opening you, you not having to do much. It's going to be a high percent. I can tell you that right now. And speaking from experience, 
So in their mind, they're looking at you from an outsider perspective and they're thinking, wow, if this guy has all these gorgeous girls that are hanging around him, he must be fun. There must be something interesting about him. I'm curious. I got to know what it is about this guy. So you know what? I might go over there and say hi. And maybe he's a famous guy. Who knows? Maybe he's got good charisma. Maybe the girls just love hanging out with him. He's got a good vibe. Maybe he's just really good at fucking. But you know what? I'm curious. I need to know. I'm going to go up to this guy. Now, I don't know about the girls listening to this podcast, but let's look at the guys out there listening to this. Let's just say you have a pretty good social circle, maybe a mixture of guys and girls. Now, have you ever experienced one of your birthdays where you went out with a group of friends, you invited a a fair few guys, a fair few girls, and one or two girls in particular started hitting on you on your birthday out of nowhere, and you couldn't quite figure this out. And if anything, you might have had sex with this girl or girls, maybe soon after your birthday, maybe even on the night of your birthday. And again, because the attention is put on you, all your friends are there for you, as long as your friends are, you know, high quality friends, and then they're not like low quality sleazebag kind of guys, you know, you've got decent friends. All the attention's put on you. And I've seen this happen time and time again, where the birthday boy invites a whole bunch of guys and girls. And there's generally a few individual girls that will literally flirt with this guy, It's definitely happened to me multiple times and I couldn't quite figure this out until I learned this stuff, but it happens time and time again. But you're thinking, wow, did they only hook up with me because it was my birthday? But no, it's because you're basically put up on a massive pedestal. Your value was very high on the night. All the attention from everyone was put towards you. So there's your social proof for that night. Now to all the single ladies listening to this episode, I'm sure you can definitely relate to this. I've seen it time and time again, but again, when it's your birthday, all the attention's put on you, you're put on a massive pedestal, and your social proof is through the roof that night. So compared to most other weekends, the increased rate of men hitting on you is quite high, significantly higher. Even some of your guy friends that never made a move on you for many months or many years, they start hitting on you because every other guy is hitting on you. And they just feel like, well, shit, there's got to be something about you or this girl. So yeah, I might just want to try it out as well. Now, a few tips that I want to share with you on this episode are very simple yet very effective. And you can apply this, whether you're a man or a woman, you can apply this at your next function, next event, whether it's at a club or even simply at a bar or a friend's birthday that you get invited to. You can apply these simple principles So one of the first few things that I would suggest when you go into an event, especially if you're by yourself, warm up the room, go around and talk to everyone. Don't have the intention to go and hit on everyone, but move around the room. Let's just say for a birthday example, and you don't really know many people, but you want to warm up the room, go around, introduce yourself, talk to this group, stay there for a couple of minutes, leave a really good impression, then bounce to another group do the same thing. And when you're warming up the group, left, right, center, forward, back, basically after 30 to 40 minutes, everyone knows who you are. People are going to gravitate towards you and start conversations again. And then it's going to seem like you're the birthday boy or the birthday girl at the event. And people will see that your social proof will have risen within 30 to 40 minutes. So then it makes it a lot easier if you wanted to approach a particular single guy or a particular single girl at the event or that birthday. Because when you're now known by most of the people in the party, you can introduce other people to others that haven't met before. And again, 
your status is a lot higher than just every other person in that room. And what you will notice, people will start coming up to you, having a drink with you, saying hi, having conversations because they see other people doing it. So in their head, they're like, wow, this guy must be a really cool guy or a really cool girl. I want to get to know them more. So again, that social proof, that rock star status. Now, if you tend to go to a particular cafe, bar, restaurant, or even a club, and you go there a lot, one thing that I would heavily suggest is genuinely build a good relationship with either the owner, the staff members, or even the security, like the bouncer outside the club, and don't have any expectation to have anything back in return. Just get to know them, know their name, remember the name, remember things about them. So there's one really good book that I highly recommend every listener on this episode to read. It's How to Win Friends and Influence People by Dale Carnegie. And seriously, you'll be surprised. Let's just say you keep going to this one restaurant or one cafe consistently and you develop a really good relationship with the cafe owner or the restaurant owner or the staff members and you've obviously tipped them. Again, as I said, with no expectation. Don't do this with a hidden agenda because that is manipulation. Do this out of genuine courtesy and pure interest of wanting to get to know people and developing relationships with people left, right, and center. And let's just say one day you bring a date to that cafe or to that restaurant and the staff members greet you. They say, oh, Andrew, welcome back. And because of that pre-existing social proof, because you've developed such a great relationship with the staff members or owners of the cafe or bar, restaurant, wherever, and they discover that it's an actual date that you're bringing or your partner, they will literally give a good word to your partner or date. They will seriously say nice things about you, especially if you were to walk away and go to the bathroom and come back a few minutes later and the staff members are talking to your date or the owner's talking to your date and they're gonna ask, hey, how do you guys know each other? And then they're gonna say really good things about you, even sometimes give you a discount or some free drinks. And they'll definitely ensure that you have a great experience. And in your date's mind, he or she will see that you're a high value person and the sexual attraction will begin to increase. So wherever you go, whenever you go out, Always have the mindset of giving value and expecting nothing in return because if you keep giving and giving and giving with no expectation, the universe will return it in favor. Obviously don't expect it, but good things will come your way. Now I wanna wrap up this episode by sharing with you one of two really personal stories of mine where social proof really worked in my advantage and gave me that light bulb moment that this stuff actually really works. Where social proof literally got me instantly laid. The first time I experienced social proof was on my 25th birthday. I basically arranged a penthouse apartment. I had a big group of friends, it was about 30 people mixed with guys and girls. Now the theme of the night was burlesque and pimps. I didn't want to say pimps and hoes, I didn't want to call my friends hoes, but burlesque and pimps. So all the guys had to dress like pimps and all the girls had to dress like those can-can girls, like really sexy fish and net stockings and all. And so I surprised everyone on the night. I wanted to be like Oprah. I said to everyone, I said, if you're coming, you have to make sure you are there on time. And what I did, I surprised everyone with two Hummer limousines on the night. Obviously, because it's my birthday, I dressed the best. Now, as everyone rocked up by 7 p.m., I made sure that the Hummer limousines arrived at 8.30 in case there was latecomers. So we had nice food and drinks in the apartment, in the penthouse, in the city. 
And then by eight o'clock, I announced to everyone, I said, all right, everyone's here. Guys, I have a massive surprise for you all. And obviously it was all paid for. I didn't get any of my friends to pay for this. So I said, because you've put in the effort to dress really sexy, I've got a massive surprise downstairs in 15 minutes. We're going to have two massive Hummer limousines waiting for us. One was pink and one was black. And each one catered for up to 15 people because we had 30 people. We could fit 15 in each limousine. And back when I was 25, I wasn't looking for a serious relationship or anything. I was just openly and casually dating. And I was very open about this with girls. I was very direct and open about this and honest. Even when girls had casual sex with me, I genuinely built a relationship with a lot of these girls and still today, these girls I still keep in touch with as friends. Even though there's sexual attraction, we can just maintain a good platonic friendship. Now, out of the 30 people that were at my birthday party, my 25th birthday, I had five extremely good looking girls. Like they were very attractive from different backgrounds and none of them knew each other, but they were all very good looking. They were all single. Now, out of those five good-looking girls, three of them we have already hooked up, but we were able to maintain a really good friendship after that. Now, I introduced those girls, and again, my focus or intention wasn't even on those girls or anything. It was just ensuring that everyone was having a really good night. Now, because my attention was elsewhere, a few of those girls from that group of five were all fighting for my attention on the night, and I wasn't, I didn't even have energy or time for that. Um, I did like one of the girls and I was uh, heading towards a serious relationship with one of the girls and she knew it because she was basically the only girl that was allowed to stay at that apartment with me that night. And with that girl, we weren't in an official relationship. We were just casually dating at the time, but she knew I wanted something a bit more. Anyway, so long story short, after the limousines drove us around for an hour and a half, it dropped us off at a club. We got in, we cut the line, we had a table. So it was a very expensive 25th birthday party. Anyway, so after the clubs, we all caught cabs back to my penthouse apartment. And basically I had a room to myself with that girl of interest. And a few of the girls just lied out on the couch and in the spare room on the beds. And that night I had amazing birthday sex, obviously. And so the next morning that girl uh, caught public transport back home and... Um, now, one of the girls out of the five, she was the youngest and she asked me if I could drop her home because she lived not far from me, only about 15 minutes away from me. And so I said, yeah, sure. And she had given me some random excuse that she couldn't go home yet. So she asked me if it's okay, if she can crash at mine the next morning just for a couple of hours. And I said, yeah, sure, no problems. And she literally invited herself when I got to my house. She invited herself into my bedroom, just went into my bed and just lied there. And she was just waiting for me there. And I literally had no intention of doing anything because I had my eyes and my attention on this other girl that I had high interest in. And everyone at my birthday party was very well aware of the situation. Even this young girl that invited herself back to my place for a little bit. So anyway, she was just sleeping in my bed and I was just doing things around the house. I can't quite remember because this was a while ago. And I went back into my bedroom and she goes, oh, can you just accompany me under the bed sheets? And I'm like, okay, sure. And then we're just chatting. Literally within a minute, she jumped on me and she was naked underneath my bed sheets. And she just pounced on me and just said, Andrew, I want you to fuck me. And I was like, what the hell? This is just, I was shocked. But she looked fucking amazing. And... 
I was like, all right, this must be my birthday weekend. Sure, why not? And after we had a bit of fun, I drove her back home. Now on that drive home, again, I was a bit young and naive, not really knowing or understanding any of this stuff. And I asked her, I said, hey, why is it that you wanted to have sex with me? I'm just so curious because you know that I'm interested in this other girl. And she said simply, well, I was just curious, that's all. I find you very attractive and a few of the other girls I talked to said that they've had sex with you and I needed to find out myself and I think now I know and it's, it was definitely worth it. And I was literally left confused about this for several weeks, just not really understanding how that even happened. Until today, many years later, I will never forget my 25th birthday. And I hope you don't too. And this brings us to the end of episode 17, part one, how social proof increases your sexual attraction. I really hope you gained a lot of value from this episode. In part two next week, I'm going to share with you another powerful story on how social proof really worked towards my advantage in another scenario. And if you found this episode to be of value to either yourself or someone else, feel free to share this podcast episode with them as this may really inspire, impact and transform your friend's life. Also remember to please subscribe to us either on Apple iTunes or Spotify, Dating in the Digital Age by Core Confidence Coaching. And if you have any questions or inquiries about your social or dating relationship life, feel free to jump on our website, www.coreconfidencecoaching.com.au. Drop us an email or a message as we would love to hear from you. Until next week, this is Andrew Gung from Core Confidence Coaching signing out.